Welcome to the Proverbs Podcast. We are continuing in Proverbs chapter 6 and verse 19. The Lord hates six things. In fact, seven are detestable to Him. Today we'll consider a lying witness who gives false testimony. There's an interesting text in Romans chapter 3 and verse 4 that relates to the truthfulness of God. It reads, Let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written, that you may be justified in your words and may overcome when you are judged. The context tells us that Paul is building a case that we are absolutely not able to attain to righteousness through meritorious works and that God will overcome the scrutiny of the judgment because of the mercy and compassion he extends towards those who embrace the salvation he freely offers. When we surrender our lives into the care and guidance of Jesus, the sin that separates us from God is carried to judgment by Christ who paid its penalty for us at Calvary. Because of the efficacy of his sacrifice, we are set free and clothed with his righteousness. In this graceful transaction, the truthfulness of God's character is revealed and vindicated in the judgment. Also, Romans chapter 9, verse 15 and 16 speaks to us of God's sovereignty as it relates to his decisions regarding the election of the redeemed. I quote, For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whomever I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whomever I will have compassion. So then it is not of him who wills, nor of him who runs, but of God who shows mercy. Clearly, our acceptance and security in the judgment is based upon God's actions and not our works. I am sure that we will speak more of this as we continue in our study. But for now, we have determined that in the judgment, God himself is also under scrutiny, and his acts and response to the sin problem will ultimately vindicate him as the truthful, loving God that he declares himself to be. Perhaps this is why a lying witness is so offensive to him. False testimony would falsely affirm something to be true, as testified by one claiming to have first-hand authentication of the facts of a matter— To make such bold claims falsely is not only arrogant, but indicates an undue trust of self in deference to a lacking faith in God. Biblically speaking, our temporal and eternal security is found in Christ alone. He who calls us delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, Colossians 1.13. And He promises never to forsake us. Hebrews 13.5. Paul declares that it is in him that we live and move and have our being. Acts 17.28. And he wants our words and actions to testify of the truthfulness of his goodness. God loves us too much to leave us the way we are. Apart from his Spirit's blessing and partnership, he doesn't want us to place our trust in ourselves or others who are not able to grant us the security that he offers. He alone is sovereign. He alone is able to give us hope, purpose, and security in this life and in the judgment. So, in His strength, let a devoted life of prayer and the study of God's Word bear fruit into your life. Claim the promises of Scripture and test God. He will come through for you. Consider the counsel of Colossians chapter 3 and verses 1 to 4. If then you were raised with Christ... 
Seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Today is a day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. It is a chance to again experience the blessing of his presence. We can trust him as he leads us into all truth. May the Lord bless you. I'm Pastor Ron Nelson. Have a great day.